Welcome to Crushgasm, the podcast dedicated to the highs and lows of crushes. From their first to their worst, we're going to cover them all with a cascade of characters, including our guest today, a wonderful trio with a lot to say, Kevin the Rant, Dre, and Cool Kev, the host of The Opinionated Podcast. And they're here today to talk not only about the show, but also their celebrity crushes, which date all the way back to their teens. Guys, how are you? Hey, what's up? Great. Doing I'm well. Great. Great. So we're sort of, like I said, we're going to go in order of when these celebrity crushes kind of came to be in the pop culture realm. With that, we're going to kick off with Cool Kev and his crush from one of the most iconic TV shows of the 90s, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Uh, were you someone that was like dedicated to tuning in every week or oh. was it just for Ashley Banks? No, we, well, I mean, I... <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I mean, I enjoyed everybody in the cast. Me being a child watching that, it was something to look forward to, you know, family time and with my cousins, my grandparents, my parents, we all watched the shows together. And um, I grew a love for, back then, for Tatiana Ali, AKA, well, Ashley Banks, AKA Tatiana Ali, um, you know, as a, as a child, pretty much, especially when I seen her you know, trying to hook up with Tevin Campbell, I was like, nah, son. You know what I mean? What you doing with my shorty up on here? But then it's hard to compete with Tevin Campbell. So <laughs> at that time, shit, at any time now. But um, I definitely tuned in and she, you know, kind of captured my heart at that time period. So. And were you, was Tevin Campbell then like an enemy for you? Like, did you hate Powerline from a Goofy movie? Because no. <laughs> no. Nah, it's, it's, it's funny because I, um, I liked Tevin Campbell as an artist. So to see him on the show was, was pretty cool. I definitely liked Powerline. That was my, that was my shit back then. That was my movie, mm-hmm. the Goofy movie. I can't lie. So, I mean, I didn't Iconic really have Iconic black any... film right there. Yeah, I didn't really have any qualms with with him. Um, it was just, you know, like, they're like, what you doing here? And then I seen he was like, oh, no, nah, I got to go. Yeah, you got to go, buddy. You know what I'm saying? You might as well get up out of here. Touching your lady. Yeah, don't be don't be doing nothing you don't need to be doing up in there. <laughs> and you're the second guest to come through with a love of Tatiana Ali. Why oh. do you think she has or has been more crushable than Hillary Banks? Like the old? You know what? I See, I didn't. I think Karen Parsons was sexy too. She was, especially like when um, you ever see the movie. Uh, oh, what the hell is that? Movie Major called? pain. Major pain. There you go. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it was like it was like watching her graduate to you know what I mean to another level. At least I thought back then from movie from TV to movies, and it was like man, she looked like she don't ever age. But I was younger at the time, so it was just like. I probably wouldn't get no chance with her. I'm too young for her. She probably just brushed me off. I was going to ask, do you think that Ashley or Tatiana Ali being closer to your age at the time was the reason you kind of like gravitated towards her? Yeah, I mean, I felt like uh, the similarities within the age age between us kind of, we had a lot of similarities. We had a lot of things in common, you know, as her being a kid and liking certain stuff and me being the same way and you know what I mean us rebelling against parents and you know seeing her I mean we lived two different lifestyles because she was living the rich and, and slightly famous as a kid on a TV show and I was living with my grandparents asking for Tang so <laughs> <laughs> so random <laughs> you know what I mean but that's the difference you know what I mean so I mean but I just it, it's just the, the childhood between the two the things you know her making me laugh um she was definitely cute and grew up to be a beautiful woman so it was always like an interesting appeal physically and i i mean it was just a vibe i guess and you noted that the crush sort of faded as you were entering like adulthood around 18. was it more because like you found someone else to crush on maybe you had a real life girlfriend or it's like no shade to her her career was kind of fading a little bit she yeah wasn't you know in the um, i mean she just wasn't as I grew up, I mean, thinking about celebrity crushes, she had, I mean, this started to become more competition, you know what I mean? There's more more outlets to seeing different things. There's music videos, there's women artists, there's, you know what I mean? Back then it was, I'm watching TV and, and I was young, so it's Nickelodeon, it's ABC, it's TGI Fridays, it's certain shit that you watch and you see these people constantly, so... <clears throat> I was always seeing the same people at a certain age. And then as you start growing up, you're seeing more things and 
uh, your mind starts to develop for, you know, a, a, a different taste, not necessarily a better taste, but a different taste in woman or man, depending on who you, who you love or like, you just kind of gravitate to other people and then not seeing her as much. And then she started doing like soap operas and it's like, nah, so. <laughs> and have any of you checked out Bel Air? The kind of refreshing? I watched the first episode of it. Um, I haven't. I yet. wasn't going to purchase Peacock. I'm just. Gonna, <laughs> that's what it is. I wasn't going to buy it. if it, if it had it came on something like Hulu that is something I already had or you know just regular television. I would have tuned in, but if but I had to actually pay to see that. I was like, nah, I'm not going. I'm sorry, it's not for me. It just it's, was horrible. I loved oh, it. No, I loved it. It's really fun. The first episode is like they got all the cheesy stuff out of the way. So get past the first episode because it was I was like I don't know about this. It was a little too dramatic. But Marlon Wayans comes and plays Will's dad and like what should have been an Emmy nominated performance. So good. Will you check it out? Yeah. Will you buy? Will any of you buy Peacock if like Will or Tatiana Ali come through? If they're like. I, I had Peacock. Okay. To, <laughs> I had Peacock. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to watch it. I don't want to watch it. I'm like, why, why do they always got to remake our classic TV shows? Like, why do, why, why doesn't anybody have the, the, the balls just to step out and do something new and different? And, and it, like they did, experiment, you know, take the risk. It's just why remake something that was already a classic? People like bringing I back mean, can, the nostalgia I can answer, of shit. I can answer that if you want. Mm-hmm. Well, um, the, the guy who if you if you remember there was like a clip on the internet where they did a dramatic kind of retelling of the fresh prince but it was just a clip and apparently it got to will smith and he was interested in doing a dramatic retelling of so that that it came about i want to say organically because Mm -hmm. it was like oh that would be cool if we did it like that Mm -hmm. so i guess to them it was fresh excuse the it was different when I I watched the first episode, like I said, because it was free, and it was different compared to you know the Fresh Prince of Bel Air that we watched in the nineties. So it was, I mean, it, I, I didn't say I, that it wasn't interesting and it wasn't good. I just wasn't paying for it. Well, yeah, that's what, it, that's what it is. I didn't have to pay for Fresh Prince before, and now I got paid for it. Now I ain't he's that. a fresher prince now. I mean, the Uncle Phil and the Aunt Viv are just gorgeous. It's a gorgeous cast, too. They really just, the casting director. Ah. But from one iconic show to the next, Dre, who wasn't watching Friends back in the day? But I have to know, were you enjoying it more than living single? Because we all know there is certified beef when it comes to which show is essentially the better one. So with that, when I was young, I was actually watching Living Single more. And around maybe 97, maybe 98, I met someone and they turned me on to friends. And at first I was like, I'm not watching that. I I don't know anything about it. You know, nobody I know is watch it. And then I started watching it one night. This is before we had DVR or anything like that. And I couldn't stop till now. I still watch reruns on uh, HBO Max. All right, so you bought HBO Max, but not Peacock. Okay, but you have a Dunder Mifflin shirt. What is the message you're sending? (laughs) I keep going back and forth. I have too many streaming platforms now, but it's if something something falls off, I'm definitely going to add Peacock because I got to get my I got to get the Office back. I love the Office. I have it on DVD, but yeah, like the power went out yesterday, but it came back on. The Wi-Fi was iffy, and I was like, I'm still not gonna go get my DVDs. Like I was like stressing about because we were watching The Office. And I was like, I'm not gonna go walk in the other room and just get them. They're more like display items. So. <laughs> That's funny. I lo- I left my DVDs in New Jersey actually. I know my husband had a bunch and he sold them before he moved cross country and I'm like mm, no I'm like a pack rat like I have old Disney VHS's like I don't have VCR but right exactly they're collector's items yeah, yeah. <laughs> did anyone else watch Living Single versus Friends back in the day I I, I watched Living Single and did not watch Friends oh, Friends was yeah. like I, I watched Living Single and I think when I had moved into my apartment my first apartment I didn't have cable 
and I like stumbled across like I had to watch regular TV and I just started watching Friends and from there on I could not stop watching it even when I got cables like rewatched it like three or four times over and over <laughs> I mean, it's a good show I mean there's no I obviously I think Living Single is a lot better it came first but it's all they're all ripoffs of Golden Girls in the end there you go. <laughs> <laughs> All of that aside, I think the one thing that stands out from Friends most in pop culture is your crush Jennifer Aniston's hair. The Rachel, it was a signature look, and she's on record by saying she wasn't a fan of it. Do you think that was Jennifer's best era, though? For me, it was. But you know what? No, because she's she aged like a fine wine. Mm-hmm. Like, even now, like, one of my favorite movies, me and my wife's favorite movie to watch is um, Just Go With It. That is a good movie, and and she holds up really nicely. Yeah, it's a good movie. As opposed to what it was her name, Brooklyn Decker. You know, I prefer her over Brooklyn Decker in that particular movie. And you mentioned the breakup, a movie where she shows a little bit of skin, which I think, mm. like, for any of our crushes, if we see like a little bit of skin of our celebrity crush, it like makes us go wild because it's kind of like, ooh, we got a sneak peek. Did that scene pump the crush up to a new level? Hundred percent. <laughs> Hundred percent. Before you even got there, I, I imagined it because it, it 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 almost makes it it makes them like you can touch them, like you can reach out and touch them. Like, oh, I saw Jennifer Aniston's butt. That's awesome, is it not? It is one of the top tier celebrity backsides we've seen. Oh yeah, nice and toned. She does Pilates. <laughs> Anybody else have any favorite celebrity backsides that they think could battle Jennifer Aniston's? I crush, but we're gonna get we're gonna get to it. Later. <laughs> who, I'm My about crush. to say who I, I, I thought I was about to know who you was going to say. I was gonna say <laughs> Ben Rames. Yep. Yeah, because on the in the baby boy scene. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about you. No, he's talking about himself. <laughs> he love why he love how Ben Rames was cooking the eggs. <laughs> I thought you was gonna say Lisa Ray at first. No, I was gonna say I was, not Lisa Ray, but I was gonna say Famous my cut Jessica Alba and Good Luck Chuck. Okay, we'll get there. We're we gonna get, get there. there. I'm just, jeez, Lord. We'll get there in yeah, just we're a having second. A connection. Because looking back at Rachel Green then, she was like a stylist. She worked in fashion. Do you think she would have been, if they made Friends today, if it had never existed, they were not doing a reboot, it's fresh today. Do you think she would have been like cast as like an influencer? Yes. But you know what You know what I think, in all honesty, to, to kind of continue where you were going with that? I would like it if they did Friends today, if, the, if it never existed, as a mockumentary like The Office. Okay. I think it would have been a lot more interesting. And yeah, I think they would have used an influencer, but they could have gotten away with using a more uh, grounded, you know, grounded, I, I don't know the right words to say, but like a more toned down, like just natural beauty looking woman, if they did, you know, like Pam. From Mar- oh, it's like, like Martin? <laughs> okay. Oh, no, no, oh, no. no. He's talking about from, from the office. From the office. I did like Pam. <laughs> So yeah, they could have gotten away with doing that as well if they did like mockumentary style. So that was like a long answer to that question. Which influencers and natural, now we're on to Kevin Lorant's crush because she's sort of an influencer of her own. She's this mogul level though with her honest company. Uh, You know, I was surprised you said it was like Fantastic Four where you fell in love with her because I remember her from Dark Angel. Am, am I just like an old person compared to you? I, like Dark Angel, I didn't, I didn't necessarily watch that show. So when I like first got interest introduced to her, it was Fantastic Four, and I'm like, yo, who is this? Like, who is this? Like when I seen her face, I didn't, I couldn't tell what she was. I know she came on the screen looking like a white girl, but it looked like she had a little bit of the Spanish in her. I'm like, and her lips. Oh my gosh. Her lips is the most sexiest things I've ever seen on this planet. Just her face. Tone it down there, cowboy. I'm saying, I'm just saying, the reason I have a crush on her so bad is not because of her body, but her face. She's like one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen on the planet, dude. Did you go back and like kind of watch her previous movies and roles? Because I think, wasn't she had never been kissed as well? She was in that. She was in Honey. Uh, Shout out I, to Honey. I seen her in Honey. Uh, what else did I see her in? Uh, it was, but it was it was that, and it was that movie for me, Fantastic Four, and it was Good Luck Chuck. First time I seen her was in Idle Hands. I mm, it was yeah. Seth Green and uh, Evan Sawa. 
That was when a long she, time ago. Yeah, but when she turned, when she got her woman, like I seen her earlier, was, she but was her woman, yeah, she was cute back then, but then her, like her face, and then she started getting her woman body, like a good luck Chuck. <laughs> the scene when she was in the bedroom and she started stripping down for him to come in the bedroom for, with her. And she took, man, she took the pants off. And when I seen her get in the bed, like she was like necking, like you wouldn't see nothing, but you could see her like halfway naked underneath the covers. I wanted to jump in that TV. Like, <laughs> if you're not gonna get, if you're not gonna get in the bed with her, I will. <laughs> like that was like, I don't know how you resist something like that. I don't think I could have seen something like that. I don't care. I understand the premise of the movie of him dating these women and you know, they wind up getting married. I do not care. <laughs> just risk it. <laughs> and, risk it uh, you're like the only one today who's like celebrity crush has superhero roots, which now it's like everybody's played a superhero, but back then it was pretty rare. Do you think that like Captain Marvel and Wanda owe a lot to Jessica Alba's Fantastic Four character for kind of, you know, opening a door a bit for the women in the hero films? Yeah, it, it does because at that time, you know, Marvel was like at that point going damn near going under. Like these these uh the Fantastic Four movie and, and X-Men also was trying to somewhat save Marvel for going under. So yeah, the women they're do Fox oh, properties. They're Fox they're Fox properties now, but he had to sell it off. But she they they do owe a lot to her because like that level of beauty, you know, mostly you see superhero women. It ain't like, you know, the first, uh, you ever see the first uh, Wonder Woman, like from the 70s? It was like, she's she all right. It was like, <laughs> yeah, it was like uh, not too bad. <laughs> it wasn't too bad, but it was like, uh, yeah, it was a lot better than that right there. But, you know, but yeah. <laughs> so what about Catwoman? No. She, you don't think she. Oh, Michelle. And start opening doors from that point? She was. She was more crazy in that movie. It was like Jessica Alba, like the great performance, though. Yeah, I love that. It was great performance, but that body. Did you see the suit that she had on in Fantastic Four? She, it just like a glove. Like you've seen everything. <laughs> you know, like a glove. <laughs> you know, I sound perverted here, but you said crush. I didn't say I had to keep it clean, but it was just <laughs> that led to like the Scarlett Johansson getting. Becoming um Black yeah, Widow. Think about that. Yeah, think Scarlett about Johansson got him. Yeah, like, that thing be thanging in that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we're, that's where they got it from. They was like, you know what? Like, even though Catwoman in the original Batman movie, her suit was her suit was tight too. That her suit was suit. tight too, but it was like it was nothing compared to Jessica Alba's <laughs> suit. It was like it was like night and day. It was like, oh my gosh, like. It's just she just has like but teach. I know Dre, your face is peaked out right now because I can it's see. It's funny you. though, <laughs> bro. I just like for real. I would drink Jessica. I was bad for her. Oh, yes. oh. <laughs> I mean, well. we don't have to go that far. But if Jessica Alba was to return to the DC or Marvel universe, what kind of for all of you? What would you want your celebrity crush or what character would you want them to play? I can see her. I would see her. I could see her coming back as Mrs. Mrs. Fantastic. But if uh, if they was gonna re recast her, I would like to see her. I would like to see her in the X Men. <coughs> uh, you know who? Me, who? Yeah. I know they've been saying what's the name for Rogue, but I can see her as a a sexy Rogue. They would beef her up. They would probably have to beef her up a little bit. You know, put a little bit of muscle on her. Either that, or if they bring it back in X Men, uh, what was the uh, Emma Frost? Now she can Ooh, come. Okay, yeah, that's a good one. Emma okay. Frost, she can come back as Emma Frost. Now Emma Frost had one of the most. Oh my gosh, she had a nice outfit in the comic books. If they could put that comic book outfit on her in the Marvel Cinematic, I think she would be good with Jean Grey. I, I mean, uh, yeah, because I'll be. I she love, got Jean Grey got the suit. Cy yeah, yeah. Cyclops was my favorite character, so I'll be happy for Cyclops. <laughs> and, and really, Wolverine would have something to be salty over. He sees her, he sees Cyclops grabbing up on that right there, on that Jeep cool. rig. Oh yeah, I'll be mad too, like Wolverine. and <laughs> both be beefing with Cyclops. <laughs> what about Tatiana Ali and Jennifer Aniston? What if we can get them in a superhero film? Who would you want them to play? Aunt May for Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> That's kind of all we got there. She's a little bit, she's she's on the older side. Now she's still beautiful, 
And um, she definitely still keeps her body right. But I would say, Spider-Man just like they did with um, Marissa Tomei, I'm about to say she, finance, I love May. Marissa Tomei. <laughs> yeah, and, Ever since yeah, my cousin Benny, boy. She fine in the mud. She finer than the motherfucker. Yeah, I didn't realize she was in a different world, too. I had to go back yeah. and see that. You yeah. are sleeping, my friend. Yeah, I know. Stuck. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can see Tatiana Ali a storm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Somewhere. Older storm. Yeah. Well, I mean, Tatiana ain't young no more. She's still fine, though. She is still fine. Yeah. But I can see. I mean, <clears throat> if they were doing an X-Men and it would be now, I don't think they would make an old storm. You know what I mean? I think they'll revamp it. And she could possibly be like, or if they're back at the, if they're, if they're at, uh, what's it called? The Academy. Wakanda. Oh. Wakanda. No, she started off in Wakanda. Are y'all not familiar with Storm? She started off in Wakanda. When I'm talking about X-Men, you go into Wakanda. That's funny. But that's where Storm started from, though. Are you familiar with Storm? Okay. I wasn't talking about, I'm talking about, if they were in the Academy and she was, and she was teaching the kids, you know what I mean? She would be that type of Storm. You know, he's running running down the school and shit like that. Shit go down. Next thing you know, she just flying in the air, causing storms and shit, making everything all wet. <laughs> I'm straight like that. Wait for everything. Listen, I'm mad because both of y'all's answers was way better than mine. Storm, like that would be perfect. Yeah. That'd be perfect. Do you think that Halle Berry is going to come back as Storm and Deadpool three? Since we have Wolverine. You know, Hugh Jackman Um, coming back, and they're saying he's going to be in the classic blue and yellow suit. Yeah, yeah, they've I've watched the trailers of him and um Ryan Reynolds talking about it, going back and forth, making you know parodies towards the movie that's coming out. And then I definitely checked it on IMDb, and he's definitely in the movie. So, um, I don't think so, though. I mean, I watched Moonfall with Holly Berry in it not too long ago, and that movie was okay, but I don't know, man. I don't think Holly Berry got it to be in Deadpool. It's, yeah, I, I think you got to have another lane wow. of action and intensity to be in Deadpool. You know what I mean? Anytime I've watched Holly Berry in a Marvel movie, she Storm just lacked that luster. It wasn't like the Storm that I was Yo, you're used right. to. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I'm used to Storm... You know, going ham on shit. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it's going down. Even though she always had, but yeah. And then they gave Hallie them whack lines, man. Well, Storm had whack lines in the cartoon. Yeah, but Storm was from Wakanda. So her character so, was definitely yeah. had more depth yeah. than what they gave her in, yeah. in Fox. And that's that was what Fox was guilty of anyway. Was like robbing characters of their actual character. But yeah, that's why so. I said if they could. They, that's why I would say they would put Emma Frost because Emma Frost was a part of was of the the brood. Like bringing her back, bringing her back in that X Men lane right there, Jessica. I would, because you got to think, um, what's no, the name? He, he became, he was uh, the Human Torch, and he wanted to become a Captain American. Mm-hmm. So they, they, they really went away it's from America's him. ass. Yeah, <laughs> I beefed up that. I beefed up that role, but I can see them doing something like that if, if the X, how they they can do the X Men that way because you can either have it going against Magneto's crew or. Uh, you know, like I said, the brood, which was led by Emma Frost. Emma Frost had mind control powers that, <coughs> and their rival, uh, she can uh, damn their rival, Professor X. At one point in time, she can control um, oh, what's the thing? Uh, where you get to see all see all the mutants? Um, Cerebro? Cerebro. Yeah, she 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 was she was she can mess with Cerebro. So, I think if they were gonna bring a storm back for that, in my eyes, a good person would be like. Zoe Saldana, mm-hmm. she would. I well, think she's, she would be she's a already new storm. She's, a she's already. Um, who yeah. is she? Oh, we're talking about in which one call it? Uh, she's guardian. She's guy. guardian. Yeah. yeah, they're yeah. supposed to be what interacting two now. Uh, she's, Not those two movies, but I think X Men or something like that is supposed to be interacting with them or one of the Marvel movies. She's always crying for some reason. I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Zoe Saldana always fire. She's always crying. She's always. Remember Colombiana? Zoe. Zoe. I know. I said, remember, what, you ever see Columbiana? Columbiana? Go watch it. I seen Columbiana. That was a good movie, but she was crying in there too. Like, oh! She got like a nasty all, all mouth right. when she cries. Oh. <laughs> she has a nasty mouth when she cries. Kev, look, be, be looking for the pretty criers. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah, they don't exist. Like, yeah, like my crush, Jessica Alba, she cried. I, Yo, get- <laughs> I'll tell you one thing. I watched Jessica Alba was in the veil and she annoyed the hell out of me. Ooh. 
in the veil. You seen the veil? I seen the veil and I seen the eye when she was blind. With, jo- with, with Thomas oh, I don't Jane. Know that. I don't know any of this. With Thomas movies. Jane. I seen I seen the veil. I seen the veil. She was just annoying. But the eye when she was blind when she was blind blind, I think she was getting controlled by I forgot how the movie went. But in that movie, like she like cried in that movie. Just she's she just fine all the way around. She's fine, <laughs> dog. She she the have you seen her now, even recently? She's I would agree. I would agree. She's still fine as hell. Fine. Definitely fine as hell. Like I drink your tears, girl. <laughs> your bath water tears. What liquid won't you drink? <laughs> Whatever she's offering up. What I was gonna ask, like, cool Kev, your crush it kind of pitter pattered, but the other two, your crushes are still going. What's made Jennifer Aniston and Jessica Alba stay atop the crush list all these years? You didn't turn your back on them, like cool Kev did, Tatiana. <laughs> got to sometimes you just gotta let them go you, you know what it is is that everything i watch her in like even the um and i'm blanking on the name of the movie but uh, you know adam sandler did another one with her mm-hmm. the detective one oh. um the netflix movie and she's just all class man like even you know even even when she marries these guys and they wind up breaking up i blame the guy like to me she's just all class like she's beautiful in all class so I can't, like, she don't do nothing to make me say she's corny or that, nah, I ain't messing with her. She did this and that. Nah, she's all class in my book. Never heard a bad story about her. Uh, I just, Jessica Alba, just like, she hasn't, she still has the same face that she did in her younger years. And it's just like, she's, I'm 38. We only met her about like two years apart, two or three years. No, I'm 39. She's 41. So yeah, two years apart. So it was just like you get to see your crush still, you know, still beautiful, Crushing. still, you know, has that that shape, that body. It hasn't gone anywhere. And you can see yourself, even if she turned like 60, you will still see like, yo, she's still fine as hell. No plastic surgery. None of that's necessary. Like you can just age out naturally. Like you see some of these women get their face all pulled back, their lips all injected. Like she already had that. Like I feel now, like you're doing shots. <laughs> no, I'm saying she she had oh, sex. Shot she had sex like oh, who who has some bad lips? Angelina Jolie. Her lips is terrible. <laughs> Jesus. Her lips back then were fine. They, they just they're they didn't age. They well. didn't age well. Her, her lips. Jessica Alba had them them full lips back then, and she still has them now. Most women today are trying to get that injection <clears throat> to get that look. She doesn't need a BBL. It sounds it like just a battle. Perfect. You know what I mean? It's just like <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I would like to add something though with that with mine. I think that if Jennifer Aniston didn't like if the character of Rachel Green, Rachel Karen Green, did not have that connection with me, I probably wouldn't feel the same today. Like I probably wouldn't she probably wouldn't be my crush if that character didn't have such an impact when it did. I feel that I like my big thing with Sean Hunter from Boy Meets World, it's like I only like Ryder Strong because he was Sean Hunter. That's like, right. if you ever did that role, I'd be like, who is this guy? But there are three of you, which means there's a perfect amount to play my favorite game here, Fuck, Mary Kill. So we're going to use your three crushes, and you guys can go one at a time. I kind of know who you're going to, but I would love to know the kill of each of them. <laughs> so go ahead, one at a time. This is hard. I'll let y'all go. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going first. I'll go first then. Obviously, of course. <laughs> you'd fuck them all, wouldn't you? Yeah. Oh man, now you said fuck. So you fuck them all, then you kill them. Go ahead and kill Jennifer Anderson. I know where you're going with it. You're going to kill them. No, no. I am. Yeah, I might. Yeah. <laughs> but you'd be surprised who I'm going to marry, though. I'd probably marry Tatiana. I think I would, but go ahead. I would marry her. I just want to fuck this shit out of Jessica Alba. <laughs> If I could have that for about just one week, <laughs> but just <laughs> Jesus <laughs> just, Christ, like, it'd be her. Yes, Excellent. I would fuck the shit out of her. I would love them. I would marry Tatiana just because she seems like you know, we can have a good life. But I would fuck the shit out of Jessica Alba. Like I just want to. Uh, you, after a while, you start making love to your wife. It just gets boring. I don't want to never get boring with wow. her. And then I would kill off Rachel. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> Ross is going to be pissed. <laughs> see, you was see y'all was thrown off about how I went about it. So, like, who's next? I guess I'll go next. Um, I'd probably marry Jessica Alba. 
I'd fuck Tatiana and I'd kill Jennifer Aniston. Wow, yeah. she's dead in every scenario. Yeah, I mean, she's just not my. I mean, she's. It's not that she's bad, but she's just not for me. She don't hold a cup of water to the she's other two. She's not for me, so she got to go. Sorry, Dre. Um, I think personally, and this is. I think too hard about these types of things, but honestly, I would probably marry Tatiana Ali just because I think we might have more in common. I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, the family reunions will not be weird. Um, I would fuck Jennifer Aniston and I would kill Jessica Alba because I gotta have I gotta have Rachel in my life. Sometimes <laughs> I got to have it. And Jessica Alba is a she's a beautiful, beautiful woman. Like for real. Like there's no, but I don't have any, I don't have that particular connection to her. So it's like, whatever, you can die. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Drake. Just kill my Christian. Y'all both kill mine, so whatever. But that's that's my that's my answer. <laughs> We're gonna cap off this portion of our chat, imagining what our lives would be like with uh, each of your crushes, which you kind of just all had sex with and then didn't even bother to marry. So it's gonna be a little awkward. Cool, Kev. Though, let's start off with you. <laughs> um, imagining life with her. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if you didn't just you know bang her and then go marry. Somebody <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly. Man, I don't know. I'm a hard person to deal with sometimes. Um, I'm sure she would get on my nerves. And I probably get on her nerves. Um, we definitely would have things in common. Uh I feel like, man, she's into hardcore rap for some odd reason. I could just see her listening to Jeezy or or who shiesty in the car while we on our way somewhere, which is kind of a turn on to me. So, you know, what I mean, we definitely keep interest in each other. Um I, I imagine her home cooked meals got to be bomb as shit. So she definitely gonna keep me fed. Hopefully our goals would be uh dual oriented. So I think we would be good. But then again, like I said, I'm a hard person to deal with. So who the fuck knows? She might be like, man, get the hell out of here, bro. So but I mean it'd probably be cool. Probably be straight. <laughs> Maybe we last. For a, a little, loving husband for for yeah I, I mean i'd be a loving husband i mean uh, listen man if i had tatiana ali and we were married I, there ain't nowhere i'm going i'm gonna be honest with that i mean i'm just True. we i'm here i'm here forever now you got to kill me <laughs> that's how this gonna work or, or i'm gonna kill you <laughs> that's, the, that's how it's going down you know what i mean and dre what about you and jennifer aniston ah <sighs> be the perfect perfect stage husband um carrying the carrying the purse what else um ordering the cars to pick us up to take us to our far off places um i'm waiting in the trailer you know going over her sides with her you know going over her lines we have no kids um yeah we're just living a beautiful life are you on her payroll as an assistant then she pays me with love <laughs> No, you Ray, could you imagine too. her cooking good meals? She pays. No, we have cooks <laughs> for that. Mm. What are you talking about? I don't do. The, I don't do anything. I just. I'm just there, making love. I'm just <laughs> making, there, making, making love. love. I'm <laughs> loving holding the purse and the dog. Yeah. What do you think I'm going to be in the trailer waiting for? <laughs> so you're basically her. You're basically her statement. Or what? Stedman. <laughs> never heard. Hey, have you ever heard Stedman complaining? He's living the life. Yeah. Never heard him talk. You know why? Because he's happy. Because <laughs> Oprah he's got his mouth shut. <laughs> and I can't, I can't wait for me to see Brad in the streets and the, <laughs> and the other dude from Wanderlust. We got beef. And Kevin the Rant with the mogul, the billionaire over there, Alba. Oh man, I no kids. We're not having no kids ever. Just this guy. No, company, I got kids. I got guy. kids now. But if I was with her, we wouldn't have no kids. I'm sorry because oh, I would you be. Have she's kids. a billionaire, bro. She's a billionaire. I would want to be on a yacht somewhere with her, laid up, just naked, chilling in the ocean. She got in kids now. She probably still do that. Leave kids at home with the nanny. Oh, hey, she can. But me and her be on a yacht. I can see us on it doing the yacht thing, man, chilling in the ocean, just me and her naked, just <laughs> chilling. 
flying Drinking out the, the bodily fluids. No, everything. <laughs> oh, I tell you, it would it'd be an all day thing. She would have to have like the marina or something because I, I'm gonna say you're gonna I'm impregnate not, her on the first try. Yes, I would. I'm yes, never. He would. I am never gonna pull out. <laughs> She's gonna have kids every year. Who cares? Why she keep that? Listen, I can see us like dog from that hit the yacht, dock up, give him the jet, go hit Italy up, go. It's just all have a child in each It's place. all sex. Yo, it's all it's sexy like, thing. Uh, with Nick her, Cannon, but with one woman. Yes, that's good. His arch. Oh, don't compare me to Nick Cannon. <laughs> yeah, that's his enemy. That's good. Tag him in there. <laughs> tag me like y'all really make it like I have beef with this guy. Yeah, I'm not Nick Cannon, but Jessica, I'll be it. We be doing all fly stuff, bro. It just be just to have her on my arms. We be in the gym every day, walk working out because I'm a workout fiend now, dude. I will make sure that she got that like a white, all white linen dress, just nothing under it, man. No panties, no nothing. Like you can barely see through that thing, but you know it's mine. When that breeze hit it, you get to see them nipples. You look, yeah, that's me, dog. I'm about to go see. I'm about to go see this in the room. Yeah, you see that that nice breeze. You see them things poking. Yeah, I look at it, dude. Like, yeah, go ahead and look. I wish people could see your co-host's face. <laughs> this scenario. Oh man, I'm just thinking. Just, boy, just thinking Holy an apple shit. and a nice like. Did you say an apple? I said a linen so dress, a linen, white linen dress. Dude. I heard what you said with the nipples and all. Oh that my shit. god, <laughs> bro, just nothing under that joint. I know that there's nothing under there. And I could just smell that thing getting right for me to go take her back. All right, away. okay. All right. I'm sorry. All you right. said my, this is my fantasy. Why y'all crushing on my fantasy? Don't crush on my me. fantasy. This on that note, we'll um, <laughs> move on. It's time to talk more about what you guys got going on, which is the show. Which, how did you three come together? Were you friends before the show, or were you just looking for podcast buddies? I've never met these guys before. <laughs> this is the first time seeing them. Trey was a homeless guy. And yeah. Me and Kev found the alley. Found him in an alley. He was yelling out, I'm not going to rape you. That's, that's, that's the day we found him. You can't, yo, you have to have backs. You can't tell that story without context. Okay. But we, we are, all three of us is lifelong friends. Yeah. And um, we was always like talking about doing a podcast. Uh, something tragic happened in my life. Uh, you know, I lost my baby brother, so I needed to get my mind off of the world. So I'm like, you know what? Let's take this podcast and think serious. Uh, yep. we, how we are right now, how we did your show, that's how we are. We're loose. We do book guests on our show and everything like that, but we keep the same loose energy. We've been friends mm -hmm. for this is my cousin right here, Kev. <laughs> I've known him. We've known each other since we were nine. Yeah, nine. I've known Dre since we were like 18, 17. So that's 20 <laughs> years. So you got damn near 50 years in combination of French a friendship right here. So we're like brothers, three amigos. Yeah. Oh, it was funny. Everything. I got that right here, three amigos. <laughs> and we talk about everything concerning uh, you know, men, like, you know, the mental health of men, relationships, um, and we just kind of really pull the real stories out of our guests that can kind of help other men and women uh just get along a little bit better in life. So that's kind of what we do. And you started kind of at the start of 2020, which I know a lot of pad podcasts were born because of boredom during the pandemic. This one was, of course, but you guys were a little before that. So how was kind of navigating the pandemic and starting a podcast, kind of being ahead of the game? I feel like uh, we started in 2018 in my apartment um, with a phone on top of uh, like a basket. Um, yeah and we took four chairs and we just sat there and talked and our first guest um close friend of ours mar he was doing some things with clothing and um we talked about that was the time we talked about, about the sex island the sex island correct um uh, from that point to 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 this point and dealing with the pandemic i think the pandemic kind of helped us um because it gave us time to actually do this you know what I mean? It gave us time to to decide, all right, what are we going to do? You know what I mean? Like, we actually had to have a sit down and, and look each other in the face and, yo, are we going to do this serious or is this just going to be a hobby? You know what I mean? We had to decide if we were going to take this to another level or if this is just for fun and, you know, we, we're not going to start putting our all into it. We're just going to do this as for shits and giggles. And when we got to that point, 
we felt the path changing. I mean, from things that we purchased for the podcast, um, how we were trying to reach people, all the way down to um, topics and us actually uh, divulging into topics and using our personal experience and actually getting deep. And, and Kev was just talking about this the other day, like more and more recently, every time we do a podcast, there's something that one of us says that not, neither of us knew, the opposite knew. And it's like, yo, I'm learning something about my lifelong friends just doing the podcast of us just having regular conversations. And we used to talk all the time, you know what I mean? But our lives, even though our lives are intertwined through friendship, we have separate lives. So we're doing a lot of our own shit a lot of the time. We This is the most time that we've spent together since our teen to early 20s Yeah, wow. doing this podcast. Um, it built our bond stronger i feel um because we talk to each other how not necessarily however we want to but we know how to check each other and not take offense to it and it's hard to have somebody tell you something about yourself without you feeling some type of way <clears throat> but when they tell me about myself i mean it is what it is and i can look truth in the face because i know it's coming from a place of love you know what i mean so it 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 focused us more and gave us the opportunity to reach out and talk to people and them actually they get a chance to now actually hear what we got to say and and i feel like we've grown a lot since then yeah we i mean yeah we have grown a lot we got a lot of stuff out on the table man we did a, a lot of topics that we really did some deep down soul searching or getting some things off our chest that we probably would never said to anybody but ourselves like you know you know, like you talking about the situation with your mother, which I ne I known you my whole life. I never knew known. And Dre recently telling me, you know, that he some his insecurities and self confidence issues. To me, talking about dealing with, which has been like a hard subject, dealing with the death of my brother. Like I didn't, I never had the opportunity to talk to anybody about it other than these guys on the podcast. And it's like I'm telling all these listeners that I don't know some of my deepest darkest fears and it's like you know i'm putting my emotions on the table for everybody to see on display and it's like it's it's kind of easy to do when you got this mic in front of your face compared to talking to somebody you know because talking to your girlfriend about your problems like yo you feel as though she's not listening it's like yo man like why did i even waste my time opening my mouth but on here on the podcast like i can do it it's off my chest I don't think anybody's really listening, even though they are, but I don't feel like anybody's listening. So I got this off my chest, like this weight's been lifted. So that's what we do. You know? Do you feel that it's been sort of therapeutic to start the podcast? Maybe that's not what you intended when you started, but now this is kind of your weekly or you know, monthly yeah, therapy yeah. session with each other. Yeah, yeah, I feel I feel as though that because this is the only place I say, I know it's sad to say, but I could be myself people see kevin Durant on here that's just me in the flesh me even me being on your podcast yes just me on an everyday basis i don't think anybody can handle me <laughs> yeah, <laughs> talking yeah, like that yeah even my wife it's she's... definitely him on a daily basis yeah. no it's way worse it's way worse <laughs> on a daily basis that i think that conversation that we had was it being kind of covered a little bit you kind of sugar-coated the way you would have said shit normally but oh yeah i did yeah, but to say. <laughs> my wife she's like i can't believe that you talk like that or act like that i'm like that's really me so this is like a therapy session because people get to see who i actually am you know no no mask on no nothing it's just me in a nutshell how about you dre i i literally cannot add anything else to what you guys were saying i'm sitting there listening yeah i know I'm like listening yeah, I'm, I mean we're 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 brothers. Like we're real, I mean we're cousins, obviously, but we're we're brothers. We've been through thick and thin. You know what I mean? We've dealt with a lot of shit together. Um, I think that yeah, it has been therapeutic because I mean we open up to each other even when it's not on air anymore. You know what I mean? It's like the group chat. We're telling each other all the shit that's going on. It's not just about business, even though it is about business we touch base on a lot of different things and everybody here wants to see everybody here just succeed in the best way possible and if we're able to do it together then that's really the goal for us three to be able to have uh, financial freedom and be able to do things together 
like we did when we didn't have financial freedom, like we do now when we don't have, when we're struggling on a day-to-day basis with family and different things. Once we get free, we want to be able to experience that together. And the plan is for us to be able to experience together and give them the experience from our eyes as well. So hopefully people tune in and, and come and check us out and, you know, come have a good time with us, rock out with us. Speaking of doing it together, one of you is down south in Florida, two of you are in New Jersey, and my husband does a podcast with his buddy, and we're in the same time zone as him, but it can be like really hard to kind of schedule around more than one person's, you know, life. How do you guys like work out the logistics? Do you have a set time and day that you are like dedicated to the podcast? Definitely. On Sunday, every Sunday, I tell my wife knows uh, Sunday around three o'clock. I am unavailable. You, uh, you have no connection to me. You don't know me. I don't exist. I'm in my bubble. <laughs> you don't know me. You don't. You don't. You do not know me. I'm in my bubble. If you tune in or you listen to the show the next day, do not catch feelings. That's just me talking, talking podcast stuff, talking podcast, <laughs> giving my my honest opinion on things. If you, somebody asks me about a relationship. <laughs> Like we, like I said, we did a show on cheating. Yeah, I broke it down. Yeah, some men cheat just because we feel like cheating. It has no rhyme or reason to it. And she was like, I can't believe you men think like that. I'm like, well, you shouldn't listen if you didn't want to hear it. But I'm giving you an honest opinion from a man's point of view. Most men get on on a podcast and want to lie to people and everything. Our podcast is just, is just, if we giving you the insight of a man, we want to give you the true insight of a man and not some fluffed up, caked up stuff that they put on social media for women to be like, oh my gosh, I got to share it to my friends. Because these, these guys feel like this. like, you might get some of that, but you also want to get some raw stuff that you didn't want to hear. But it's like, this is honestly how men think. Why do I feel like that initial episode, Sex Island, was all your idea? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> It was though. It was, it was yeah. my idea. It was 100% my idea. It was, but that, that show, like, that was in our early stages of yeah. doing a podcast. That was real early. That, when we dropped that episode, it just went, it just went crazy. It just went, oh, it was just yeah. like, but it was like, I couldn't unsee it. I'm like, I'm scrolling, literally scrolling through social media, and somebody said, there's an island. He paid, I think it was $3,000, and you can have a different woman every day. And I'm saying to myself, like, man. To do whatever I want. I think it was more than three grand, but it, it was, like it was. It was some good money. No, it was like six. Really? It was six, seven, pretty low. No, it was six grand. It was six grand. I did research. It was six thousand dollars. <laughs> I said, yeah, I took my income tax money and went there. All right. <laughs> and I probably got banned from the island with stuff I've been doing. They were like, you cannot do that. Revoke your membership. You said I could do anything. You said it's cocaine on this island. I don't do cocaine. Jesus Christ. But I want to see them do some cocaine. I want to see somebody do cocaine in front of me. What the <laughs> hey, yo, you are a menace. Wow, boy. <laughs> saying? I don't do cocaine. I always see it on the movies. I want to see it live. <laughs> do cocaine. Go Rick James on me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but no. since we're on the topic of your topics, you guys pretty much cover everything under the sun. And then some, uh, do you keep tabs on the news for things to talk about? Um, only we, only when pertaining. Yeah. 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 Go ahead. Go ahead, Kev. I'm about to say it. Like if, if it's something so it, it depends on how it affects us we really talk about things that kind of affect us like if it's something that we feel as though it's just social shit or we really don't get into it as much but if it affects us or affects the culture or or you know what i mean it's something like yo did you hear that that's crazy you know what i mean and and you try to it's something that you gotta try to wrap your head around we'll discuss it but I don't find us really looking up social topics or trying to be in the news or you know like like we're media. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't consider I, us yeah. to be media. I like to be a podcast. Podcast yeah. like when I see a pod, when I think of a podcast, podcasts don't date themselves. Early podcasts before, like I was listening to podcasts since I say about 2016 before the whole boom happened. You know, before the pandemic, and it was just conversations. It was literally just conversation between people having legit conversation. Wasn't no social topics or anything like that. Well, I think the podcast game is going now is that <clears throat> radio can't keep up with podcasts anymore. So they take these in and out topics and try to put them on podcasts. And what that does is like you can't have forever content. 
it gets dated. It's like, who will go back to listen to an episode about something that happened in 2019? Like, we're past that already. Where True. if you have an episode where you're talking about sex island, there's something funny <laughs> like that, you can go back and re-listen to it. Or if you're just sitting, you know, or why do men cheat? Which we did. If you want to, you know, if you're a lady and you're like, you know what, even though this episode was like got made five or six years ago, it still kind of holds its water now. It gives me an insight. Cause that's what we try to do. We just want to pull the curtain back. We, you know, I mean, we do do a lot of men topics. We want to pull the curtain back. It is for women to look like, oh my gosh, this is what y'all really, really think of us, or what y'all really think of yourselves, or the world view. Like, I, I know men seem like a simple creature, but we are kind of complex too. Like, it, I'm simple. No, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. You used to break up with girls because they didn't tie their shoelaces the right way. That sounds like my brother. He's, he's very gone. like particular about the girl's shoes. He said, "Oh, I was." He's working at Panda Express, and he's like, "She was cute, but she had them big old fast food black shoes." And I yeah. was like, "I cannot." <laughs> I think that is his girlfriend though today. Non, hey, non-slip. <laughs> they said non-slip. <laughs> Which, speaking of my brother, I love him dearly. He, but he's almost thirty, and he kind of falls into a topic I you guys have done on the show that I think a lot more people should talk about and that is like kids leaving the nest mm, do you uh, think that we're coddling children today because I have friends who are my age mid 30s and upper 30s who are still living at home but are gainfully employed they could move out but I think people are scared of the struggle what do you think not this guy he doesn't coddle kids at all I don't I'll kick you out to the dead there's an age limit to his house it I is me too i would yeah but the thing is i think these kids nowadays don't have to you know the want to get out and be independent like growing up yeah get up and go do something with your life like who wants to live who wants to sneak girls through the basement or i'm having company over or hey that's my mom in the living room my dad you should want to get out and like i just can't stand people that just want to stay there forever like dog don't you get tired of you know, hey mom, can I have the living room right now? Or be, go ahead, Dre. My my house, my rules, and I've I've dealt that way. I've dealt with that since my early twenties. Once you get a taste of having your own, I that's it. I can't go back to my mother's house and she's telling me to do the dishes. I don't feel like it. You know what I mean? And and nowadays with kids, I think it's a it's a mixture of not preparing them for the world, which like you know you see Kev's kids they're. They, you know, clearly they're prepared because he's, he's not going to let them stay past a certain <laughs> point, but it, it's it, it could be both, but I do think there are independent kids who they're going to do their own thing anyway as long as they're told how to pay their bills and, and do certain things like they should, then they should be fine. But I got, I got one more thing to add. These also these kids, they feel like they're entitled, like they there you go. They feel like they're entitled and they think because they can stay in this house until they're, they're 30, not realizing they're their parents' house, but want to make fools up along in their parents' house. Like, I'm not doing X, Y, and Z. Like, you gotta get the fuck out there. Sorry, you gotta get the F out there. You know? We've already been cussing, Kev. Oh, we have. <laughs> yeah, I did see it, I feel way. like it's the, I feel like it should have been the opposite. You know what I mean? I feel like the, the people who got the better advantage when we were younger got the support of their parents. They got the stay home and live with their parents till they were 25 30 and actually save up their money and and go to school and do this and do that and then next thing you know they got the upper hand because they didn't have to pay these bills their parents helped them along the way so they could be a responsible adult and we lived a lifestyle where we wanted to get out as fast as possible just because we just didn't want to do shit that probably could have helped us ethically it probably could have helped our mindset our money our you know what i mean our knowledge in general you know what i mean and and but like us like i'm gonna use us as an example we just wanted to be grown as fast as possible and if i have the opportunity to let my daughter stay home and live with me or her mother until she's capable of being a responsible adult and learning what she needs to learn and not being able to fail when she goes out into the real world then i'm gonna give her that opportunity because the one thing that my parents and grandparents wanted to do was give me everything that they didn't have. It's the same thing I would want for my kids. So if I want her to succeed and she wants to go to school and stay home and 
and get her shit together until she's ready to leave, then I'm cool with that. But on the other side of the pillow, you know, there comes responsibility and rules with that situation. And you're going to be raised that way. You know what I mean? So you got to be able to wash one hand, wash one hand and let the other both wash the face and deal with what you got to deal with. But if I could give her the opportunity to be able to get a head start, I'm going to give that to her. <laughs> He's like, no, get out of my house. Yeah, Kev, Kev, nah, so, Kev got a, a tribe. So he got, got to start kicking. He got to start kicking these little motherfuckers out as fast as possible, <laughs> so he could, because they coming in just as fast as they go. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, whatever, though. They are. My daughter, like, I got, like, right now, I got a daughter who's in college. Like, she's going, she's yeah. struggling right now. Like, what's your youngest? My youngest is two. Exactly. Oh. So one left as one one was trying to leave as one was coming in. Like oh. I said, I just want to you, at, at some point being 30 years old, you want to be have the ability to walk down the hallway naked to the kitchen to get some juice. You cannot do that <laughs> living with your parents. Well, I'd, hope my, I'd hope my daughter would be would be well, uh, well enough after she gets done school and doing what she wants to do as she becomes an adult to want to have that herself want to have her own place I'm you know me. what i mean but if she's not ready then i'm not going to just push her out into the world and then next thing you know she's coming back hey, you know what i mean like i, I want you to go back. when you're no. when you're ready you, you know what i mean you I got the you got, see but then when you push a bird off the damn you push a bird off the off a, off a tree or uh, off a off a, uh, a tree limb and it falls and it doesn't fly now what you got? You got a dead bird. Hey, what listen. are you doing your spare time? Exactly. I want to have sex with, I want to have <laughs> sex with your mother in the kitchen. Have sex with your mother in the kitchen. You have to get here. out of here. Unless you want to see that. You can stay and see that or you can leave. <laughs> and what other opinions are we going to hear from y'all as we head into the fall? Do you guys have like a lineup or you kind of just go with the flow each week? we do a little bit of both i mean yeah. we kind of plan ahead of time and then we also trying to do some spur of the moment things because um we all have different ideas that pop up and for the most part when somebody brings an idea to the table it's always like a hitter like oh yeah that's good we need to bring that in and then every now and then somebody will say something like yo we're doing that today you know what i mean yeah. and and it just we, we like to we like to go off of the vibe and make everything as um, as organic as possible because we don't want to seem like everything is rehearsed. You know, what I mean, we might go over some topics and kind of have an idea of what we're going to talk about. But when it comes down to us having conversation, most of the time is off. It's off the top. Yeah. We speak exactly how we feel about the situation at that moment in time. I mean, if we got that, we also got an interview to uh, that'll be dropping hopefully another two weeks with uh, uh, David K. We're gonna be recording that soon. Um, very important uh, voice actor. You look him up. You know, he's he was uh, the voice of Ben Ten for the younger generation. And if you're an old man like me, he was the voice of uh, Megatron. Megatron and General Hawk from from GI Joe. So. <clears throat> You know, we, we got interviews that we're doing like that. Like Kev said, you know, most of our topics is, is like, it's like, what does it mean to be an alpha like, male? Yeah, alpha male. <laughs> yeah, it's like lock. It's almost locker yeah. room talk, but it's like I said again, it's it's very very authentic. I don't want to like he said. I don't want to come off like, oh, I'm just you know you can clip me up and someone will be like, oh yeah, let me share this clip. This guy had some interest to say it was like, yo, he doesn't really feel like that way. You know, all women should be put like you get guys. All women should be put on the pedestal, and they're good women, and you should do that. And come to find out, is he's a cheating bastard. You know, it's cloud, Adam cloud Levine. Uh, what was that? And the other guy that I, yeah, yeah, uh, the try guy, uh, uh, Dexter or whatever. That, I don't know. Try. That was from a couple years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, shaming I, other people yeah, yeah shaming other men adam levine was wilding though yeah adam levine. he was wilding yo can i name my daughter after the girl i cheated with it wasn't even what? a good name it wasn't <laughs> sumner something yeah something crazy like that Ugh. yo he was wilding hey, man. <laughs> Whoa. And, and uh can you tell people where they can find y'all online um, you can find this on all major streaming platforms: Spotify, iTunes, uh, Apple, Google, Apple, um, 
Google Bar, anywhere you can stream YouTube, up. YouTube, wherever videos, you can, YouTube, the Opinionated Podcast, Facebook, the Opinionated, Twitter, opinionated Instagram, the Opinionated Podcast. You got to say that. You are the Opinionated Podcast on uh, Facebook. We are the and if they want to email us, where can they email us at? At Opinionated Podcast, DDK at gmail.com. Well, you three, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me about your celebrity crushes, Sex Island, and so much more. I learned so much today. And everyone, you can find all of the opinionated podcast information below. And until next time, keep crushing it.